Welcome to another episode of Live at the Family Barbecue. Here with your boy AWOL. I got a very, very special guest, so I'm about to let uh, introduce herself in a, one second. But I got to let you know I'm sleeping or laying on a polar bear rug right now. It's real baller. Very expensive. How much was it? It was over $50. <laughs> so very expensive. Hey, man. That's, very that's, soft. That's expensive for me. I can dig it. So go on ahead. Introduce yourself. Okay. So hi, guys. Whoever is listening. Um, my name is Ebony. Um, I'm 23 years old. My birthday's in a few weeks. Ooh. And I'm from Sacramento, California. Currently living in L.A. Um, I'm currently in grad school studying sociology, but why I'm here doing this is because I have a passion for music, hip-hop in particular, and I have a blog. So I'm a blogger slash writer, and my blog is called Voice of Millennials Now. Hey. And Voice of Millennials Now shares what's happening now in culture, music, fashion, and events, just daily events, and I give it... Um, little twists. The twist is just my perspective, which is unique because I'm just that. Because you're you. I'm me. Yes, exactly. basically. And um, Voice Millennials now also gives a platform to artists to share their work. So artists like rappers, singers, if you do photography, even PR. I just um, interviewed a girl. Um, her name is Rachel Gordon. She came from Philly. Nice. Um, she's also 23. Um, she does PR. I just interviewed her. Um, if you're a painter or anything, if you're dope and you don't get a lot of credit, um, I kind of want to shed that light to other people because we're all millennials trying to make it, trying to do something. So, um, yeah. That <laughs> is a top five intro. Yeah. Live at the family barbecue. Just very let you guys know, like I'm very nervous, but I'm so excited as well. Yeah, <laughs> hey, you're gonna be fine. It's, you know, it's always the first five minutes is a little, uh, and yeah. then you you always good. So what what got you interested in starting the blog? Just so we can have a little backstory. Um, well, I started writing um, at Alabama State University. That's HBCU I, love. Ooh, ooh. There we go. That's where I graduated from. Um, I was the managing editor for a year. Um, for our yearbook committee. Mm-hmm. And after that, I kind of found a passion in writing. I was like, oh, I'm kind of good at this. Mm-hmm. But I want to, um, I wanted to write about something that I'm actually very interested in, mm-hmm. which is music. So I was like, uh, well, last year um, in January, the beginning of last year, I decided to just start a blog and see how it do, how it does. And um I got a lot of good feedback on it, so I just started taking it more seriously, and now we're here. Now I love what I do. The perfect thing about that is follow whatever is in your heart, man. Facts. Like, Facts. And I think a lot more people need to do that and just be fearless in whatever it is that they're doing, whether it's a script or a song right. or even a trip you want to take. Just do it just because, do it. you know, like Ebony, something great came out of it. And what's the name of the blog one more time? Voice of Millennials Now. Voice of Millennials Now. I love that. So we're going to get into some. Before we even do that, you're from SAC. That's <laughs> you know, like the Northern, Northern Bay. <laughs> the Northern, Northern Bay. <laughs> so wait a minute. So real quick, who's your favorite rapper from SAC? Who is it? Like, you was it? Was Sebo your favorite rapper of all time? I don't know who that is. 
Sibo? He used to rap with Tupac and all them. That's oh, OG. You should look that up. I need up. to look that up for sure. Definitely look that but, up. But of course, my favorite rapper right now is Mozzie. Is he your favorite rapper right now, from, period? No, 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 no. Oh, you said okay. from SAC, right? Okay, okay. Right, so from, from SAC. Okay. I also have, you know, a few homeboys that rap um, from SAC, but What's number one is um, Mozzie. Um, one is Johnny Do It. Shout out to him. I just did an interview. Well, I just did an interview, but I interviewed him. Mm-hmm. Name is Johnny Do It. And another one is Dean. Okay. Those are two of my homeboys, and they're really dope. There you go. Um, check out their interview on my blog, too. All right, we will. What you, What is it that you like so much about Mozzie? Why is he the one? He, um, it's just raw. Like, mm-hmm. you can tell when, what he talks about is real life. Like, he's not trying to sugarcoat anything. He'd still talk. I'm not promoting gang violence or drugs <laughs> or anything, but he talks what he's been through uh-huh. and the stuff that he's still doing. I just think that's very pure, and I just fuss with it, and he actually has bars. All right, all right. So it's the authenticity of yeah, it. Yeah, basically. Like, yeah, my cousin uh, started me listening. I haven't listened to a lot of Mozzie, but I've heard a few songs, mm-hmm. but... Me and my cousin, we real big uh, Nipsey fans. And he was like, Nipsey yo, he reminds me so much of Nipsey. Yeah, Nipsey. So that's why one. he kind of got into him. So that's dope, man. Like, it's it's always good to see the extended family, you know, up there sack, doing it real <laughs> big, doing it real big. What, what made you fall in love with hip hop? What was um, it? Because I know you said it's a passion. This reminds me of like Brown Sugar. I know. Yeah. Was it one album? Was it a concert it, you went to? What was it? Well, it started with one album. Um... The first album that I remember listening to, like rap album, was The Miseducation of Lauryn Hill. My mom, it, I, I, remember, I remember the day if we were going on a plane somewhere. I feel like we were going to New York. We made a trip to New York, like mm-hmm. a family trip. And I didn't have anything to listen to. This is when we had like CD players and stuff. Right, right, right. The so Walkman. Yeah. So she just gave, she was just here, listen to this. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like, I just fell in love with her. Like, so after that, I was kind of like sold on hip hop. Um, so shout out to Lauren. Um, and then after that, Kanye West was a big influential um, uh, person to me when it comes to me falling in love with hip hop. Because he also put me on to other people that mm-hmm. I really didn't listen to, like mm-hmm. Biggie, Tupac, because you know how he mentions them in his songs. Right, right. Also Jay-Z. So I'm like, if he mentions them, these people, like they must be Pretty just good. as dope. Right. So... That's when I started to listen to them as well. Um, also, Lil Wayne. Wayne. He Carter two or Carter one. Carter Wayne. three. Oh, that's when you started yes, with Wayne. Carter oh, three. my brother. Um, my brother is also. Um, he influenced me a lot when it comes to music. Like he's mm-hmm. more of a music head than I am. So Whoa. him and my dad. So I'm kind of just like you know there. But shout out to them too. Um, they like the Carter one and two, but I think Carter three is classic. That's my favorite. That's because you came around later, though. Probably. Because everybody, <laughs> everybody like, else, like, who would you the say? The block Carter is hot. Carter one. Yeah. Nah, honestly, my favorite one was the Carter 2. Carter 2. Yeah. Well, so Carter not too far two. before you, but honestly, I don't know if you, you wasn't a rat. Like, we was in, you, <laughs> how old is your brother? Uh, He's a year older than me, so 25, 25. So he, we was in high school at the same time. Yeah. So he was a little bit younger than me, but. That's like, he was around in high school, like when the mixtape Wayne was dropping. Like, mm-hmm. that's what we really remember. It's Carter Toot and the mixtape yeah. Wayne. A lot of people. And that's what built on his, like, legacy, yeah. for real. So that's dope. So, what was the first album you bought with your own money? I don't remember. I don't know. Um, 
I remember buying like B2K CDs. <laughs> Wait, no, we're talking hip hop. We're talking hip hop. Wait a minute. I don't remember the first um, hip hop. Uh, I don't. Hmm. I don't remember. Well, all due respect, you know what I'm saying? Omarion <laughs> is. Hey, Omarion's a legend. He is. I'm not finna knock him. It don't got nothing to do with them. We just talking hip hop. You just don't remember? I, I can't remember. Y'all, the first. I'm just gonna say, this might be wrong, but like graduation. Mm, okay. Hey, that ain't a bad first album. Yeah. Just spend your money. My first album I bought was Memphis Bleak's joint. Memphis. This is like, this is like, when Rockefeller was releasing like Beanie Siegel Freeway, Emil, all of them. I what think this year is was like, that? That had to be 99. That was the first one I bought with my own money. The first mm-hmm. album I got like as a gift was DMX, Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood. Who go back, go back and listen. <laughs> He said, I'm just he said, oh my God, who gave you that? <laughs> and I was in I was in like third grade or fourth grade. Wow. But what you call it, like the Rough Riders anthem had just came out. Dope. So I was like, because he dropped two albums that year. So he he like the only rapper in hip hop that ever had two number one albums in mm. one year. So later that year he came out with Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood. So my dad was like, You want the old that. one with the Rough Riders anthem or the new one that just came out? I was like, give me that new one. Give me that new mm-hmm. one. Now he did get me the edited version. So he okay, looked up, cool. but yeah. you know it was good. It was it, it was definitely a dope. How thing. old are you? I, so I can see like twenty eight. Okay, so you're way older than me. Damn, way older. Not way. <laughs> not way older. I was like, but, you know, when I be I'm saying that, someone like, be like forty or fifty. He said you way still, older. We're still young, but you're definitely older than me. I'm young for the earth, but. That's in good. terms of the music, no. Nah, in terms of music, I'm no, just that's true though. Like, that is true because you like, might think uh, a few albums are better than like some albums that I mentioned, and mm-hmm. I might think some albums are better than what you mentioned only because of age difference. You yeah, know? and we're gonna have so our Jay Z conversation because she, you gonna, yeah. hear, you gotta hear what she has to say. <laughs> but no, like that's true though because I feel like trends and even like. I think hip hop got such a quick turnaround, even now. And these mm-hmm. are like even people I was in high school with like had completely different views of me. So that's all yeah, I was saying, like with your brother. Like when I was in high school, like that was because my dad was listening to like Nas and Jay Z and all of them. So mm-hmm. those was like my favorite rappers. But like my cousin, like his favorite rapper the whole time we was in high school was Lil Wayne, and he couldn't tell me nothing. Like he's the best rapper alive. Period. And I'm like, damn. Think that, in like, 2006, like yeah. you know what I'm saying. So Hard it was just that, fans. but you know I love Wayne though, like he's dope. But yeah. you, I mean, you're exactly right though. I think like even someone three years younger than you or four years younger than you gonna have a completely different view. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's just what what means like those important moments. You know what I'm saying? Whenever it was like you never be able to experience like when graduation dropped again. Like it was something that did that did something for right. us. Right. You know, for me, even when Carter Two dropped, like it was nothing that it came out that year. So when he dropped that, it meant something because it was like, damn, like he really made the year worth it with this because hip hop was dry See, as shit. I don't even remember like when the Carter Two dropped. I remember the Carter Two like as an album, but I don't remember it dropping and being a big deal. Yeah, yeah, that. but like that's what I'm saying. Like you can't yeah. relive those moments. Like, but for you, the Carter Three was that. Was that shit that. went platinum the first week. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? After yeah. he dropped the Millie, so it was a big deal. It was it was epic. So. You know, you you constantly in hip hop. You're amongst it. Mm-hmm. You dive into it all the time. What are some highlights from hip hop this year that you like? It could have been songs, uh, not albums, but just moments. So it could be songs, concerts, collaborations, 
interviews, uh, anything, fashion statements? Uh-huh. Um, well, I'm going to bring you back to the Bay. Uh-oh. I I want to give a shout out to SOBRBE because they've really been doing their thing. Like, their song, Anti, is, like, really popping. Oh so, if I was to give, like, a song of the year, that would be, like, in the... Sit in the um, talks of song of the year. Yo, low key, I've been trying to figure out who made that song like for the longest. That's what makes it. <laughs> wait a minute. I'm glad you said. Wait a minute. Say today. Who is it again? Um, S O B R B E. Okay. It's three. Well, I think it's like four. A it's a of group them. of them. Yeah. Yeah, nah, because my homegirl, she just got back out here. She was in, no, what was it, Thanksgiving she was out here for. And she was like, you heard that song, Anti? And I was like, yeah, but I don't know who make it, uh-huh. but it's hard, though. Yeah. And really so, no, nah, that's dope. Like, my song of the year, if I had to give one uh-huh. song of the year, Gold Link Crew. Yeah. Oh, my God. That like slaps. You ain't never seen somebody feel themselves like I feel myself. When that, <laughs> when that song come on in the club... Like it is an is epic it when, thing. Um, dude drops his verse, or is it just the whole song? As soon as that shit, the hook's so cold. Mm-hmm. Like the hook is crazy, but yeah, Glizzy, he did yeah, like that. That song is perfect to me. Like yeah. a lot of people hate on Gold Link for his uh, verse, but I was like, I enjoyed oh, it. No, man. I, I thought love that verse. Yeah, I thought it was he dope. Kind of made the song to me. Oh, good. Uh, not Glizzy. Uh, no, Gold Link. Glizzy, yeah, yeah, I thought his flow was dope, man. Yeah. He did his thing. What else? So I know um, you said anti. So that's that's a dope moment, of course. Um, another dope moment in hip hop. Cardi B, her rising from loving hip hop to like what she's doing now. I think that's really amazing. And she kind of took over hip hop since she started until like now. She's been doing her thing with features, her song Bodak Yellow, all these magazine covers. She's been killing it. You ain't lying. I got to agree with you on that. My sister's a big, big Cardi fan. Was you watching her on Love & Hip Hop? Yeah, I was. Okay. See, so that that's cool when you can grow with an artist. Yeah. And kind of see them mature. And from her Instagram videos. Oh, so you saw her back on the Insta yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah. I used to see her on that. I was like, who is this girl? Uh-huh. Like, wilding out. Mm-hmm. But nah, that makes sense. I'm trying to think of some stuff I like. Yeah. Highlights from this year. Honestly... Mm-hmm. I was so happy Nipsey dropped that song last week. That was a big deal. We've been waiting for Victory Lap for yes. so long. And he, he signed to... Well, he didn't sign. He partnered with... What label was that? Atlantic. Atlantic. That was surprising to me because he's been doing so good independently. Like, I don't think he needed a partnership because... You know what? But I think it was still... It was such a bossed up move, though. Because, you know, he had built... He knows built, what he's doing. Yeah, he has built... He's been building that since like the early, what, 2010, 2011, mm-hmm. doing his thing. And for him to partner up with them, especially after all he's done, you know, like you said, it's going to be a good deal. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. And that's the same thing, uh, Master P and who I'm thinking about, uh, Birdman and all of them. A lot of it is just negotiating how much you getting out of it. That's what a lot of rappers don't look at is mm-hmm. just how much they getting out the deal. They end up signing away. 70 percent they only bringing in 30 like that's mm-hmm. not a good deal you put right. you're putting the art out you should at least be cutting 60 like you know what i'm yeah, saying of that so 60, yeah. it just makes sense so I, i'm proud of the dude like i think he yeah. he held out he did what he's supposed to do and i think they came to him you know what i'm saying that's why he's calling it a partnership because yeah. you know he still has control and that's what you want as an artist right. and i think that's when the music it still can remain authentic when right. you still actually have control over it. 
I don't know what you think. Very true. No, I agree. Um, <coughs> his song is hard. His video is even harder. Like, you what you like about feel, the video? You Sacramento for real. It's just real, like you Sacramento for real. Like, like my parents from LA. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's that shit. And um, Lauren, I was about to call her Nunu. Lauren London's uh, in it. <laughs> I thought they broke up, but she's in the video. I'm just like, all right. Oh my god. Nah. I just can't wait till the whole project comes out because I know it's gonna be dope. Ebony Sacramento for real though, I'm man. I'm hella Sacramento. Man, I uh, texted her. <laughs> I texted her the other day. I forgot we was talking about food. She's like, nigga, oh, yeah. nigga, I'm at Popeye's eating chicken wings and biscuits, nigga. I'll tweet it Fucking red me. beans and oh, rice. Like, <laughs> he said I'm hella Sacramento because I'm eating fries and a biscuit. <laughs> I was like, ain't no red beans and rice? Nah, ain't no red beans and rice. Yo, I ain't even mad at you, though. I'm trying to think. What else did I like? Yeah, what else? What I else? feel like, honestly, I don't know how much you, but... It was been some some grown man rap. I know we didn't say albums. We can kind of get into that later, okay. but just with like mature, like in terms of like Jada Kiss and Fabulous, I really like that new project. You listen I to liked it? it, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was dope. It was real dope. And they was acting their age. Like mm-hmm. I I appreciate rappers that act their age. Right. Well, you know who what I'm doesn't? Well, hmm. I was about to say who doesn't act their age. I ain't gonna say no names, okay. but well, some of these some of these niggas is old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, bro, calm down, bro. You don't even need to be popping 100 bottles no more, bro. But I ain't mad at you. But yeah, him and then, you know, uh, Jay-Z, of course. Yes, yes. Um, and you going sure. to see Jay-Z. What you what yes. you looking forward to with that concert? I've been I'm hearing in, nothing but positive reviews about 444. Like I told him before, I haven't been hearing any reviews, but it's Jay-Z. I'm excited to go. I mm. think it's going to be dope regardless because... To be in his presence, like, it's just amazing to me. That's a lot of money to be in the presence of. It is a lot of money. Oh, my God. You ever seen him in concert before? This is my first time. So, like. Have you? Yes, I I went in 2008, right after he dropped American Gangster. Uh, he did the American Gangster tour in Baltimore. So, we went to that, me and a friend of mine from... Um, from college my freshman seminar class and it was one of the best shows like ever i like mm-hmm. concerts in like intimate venues like yeah, so i like smaller me venues for my so when we had found out jay-z was doing his at one of these and it was like i don't know it might only been like a couple thousand like could fit in the joint it was like that small mm-hmm. and uh and it was two floors too so each floor was like pretty you know he was pretty close but he put on a great show man he came out there like two hours late right Typical. But, <laughs> it ain't as bad as Lauren Hill. I heard she the worst. Oh yeah, she does do worse. I went to see her and Nas recently. Um, she didn't come out that late to for me to be complaining. All right, but they said she get. They said she getting a she little getting bit better. better. She's getting better. But yeah, I think you're really gonna enjoy that, man. I, yeah, they said he did like a, almost three hour set. Really? The ones I've been hearing about, yeah, two and a half, three hours. So you can't beat that. Yeah. And um. What trends this year in hip hop have you liked so far, or would you like um, to see continue into the next year? I got I my. I kind of like the these collaborations that people are doing. Albums. Yeah, like Metro and Big Sean is having one tomorrow. Comes out tomorrow. Oh, yeah, I think it is. It might be tomorrow. Yeah, I, and I want to see that more next year, but it has to be people that. Oh, also Jada Kiss and Fab, you know, right. that collab. What other collabs? Uh, they had Young Thug and Future. Young that Thug joint was Future. hard. I like that one. That one was okay. All set. Like a few songs. Uh, you said 
okay. okay. Thugger and Future? Yeah, it was okay. Oh. I literally like two, three songs out of the whole Come on, Ebbs. You you're the rap rapidity rap person, right? I'm surprised you really like that song. Yo, like but you album. know what? Like life is about balance though. You know what I'm saying? I've been eating my workout, you know what I'm saying, riding to the club, you know, ratchet stuff like But to that album? What? What he he had on there? The uh the drip joint. They had the uh yeah, like Pidak Water. I that know. one's okay. Oh, stop it. <laughs> Stop. Anyway, so yeah, she she had no. I respectfully, I I respect it. But how about uh, Offset and Twenty One Savage? That joint. I like that one. We're gonna gonna give some love to Twenty One Savage at the end of this program too when we start talking about albums. But that's a good one though. I think that's a good. The collabs was dope. Yeah, collabs. I like to see more collabs. uh, Like who for next year? Who you want to see? Um, Jay Z and Beyonce. Oh my god! Because you, I just feel like it would be a perfect ending to their both of their albums. Perfect ending to Lemonade and Four Forty Four. Just give us an end album. I don't even need to hear anything else from both of you guys after I hear. Like that could be it. If they decide to do that, I will be satisfied. You guys gave me enough music for me to fall in love with both of you guys. I'm okay. Low key, that would be a perfect ending to it. Yeah, I want to right? think about that. That's kind of a good one, Ebony. Yeah. You might have should have you should have hit them up about that. <laughs> I should have made it just a trilogy thing, but I guess this builds for the story a little bit better. Right. right. I'm trying to see who I want to see. You think the Kendrick and J Cole ever happening? Them niggas. I don't even. They, <laughs> they've been talking about that for so long, and you know everyone likes Kendrick and Cole. Like we've been. Press for that, but I don't even know. If I don't think that shit for that. They're yeah. gonna do that shit when they damn near forty. Yeah, watch. Probably. That's probably how that's gonna happen. I'm trying to think who else I would like to see. Mm. I don't know. I know for a fact one trend I want to wow. see for sure is Metro is on top of shit, and I love his production. Yeah. Like there I need go. Metro to have another good year. Yeah. And I think I think he been having one of the best runs. I know. Like before him, we had and he's DJ. He's so young. It's yeah. like wow. You know. Yeah. Before him, we had DJ Mustard. DJ um, Mustard had a good run. Who else had a little good run? Um, uh, uh, Mike Will made it. He had a cool little Mike run. Made it, yep. uh, but I really like Metro. Like to me, out of all of the recent ones, I think he's the most. I think he's honed in on his sound. Like almost like when you hear a uh, <clears throat> a Timberland beat, mm-hmm. or you hear a oh, Neptune's beat. Yeah, yeah, just like I know that's you know him. It's him yeah. You know it's Metro. Mm-hmm. Like even with uh, Mustard. Like I think Mustard is dope too. But a lot of people yeah, thought Mustard was from the Bay for a minute. So they really? was like. Yeah, like when I was hearing like the music, it was like, was that Droopy? Did he do that? Like, oh, you know okay. what I'm saying? Because he does. He got some influences from there. He'll say yeah, that. Yeah, I was gonna say it's kind of. I, I won't be mad if someone say that. Yeah. It's, it's kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah. know that that 808 when it really start to hit. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck about no ho, no ho. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like is this Bay or LA? Yeah. So that's you. No, nah, you had something in the back of your mind though. You was about to say another collab. Oh, um, um, um. I know this is probably never going to happen, but um, I'll watch the throne. Oh, number two. two. You said you ain't need no more music from Jado. I did say that, huh? Well, I changed my mind because watch the throne was so great to me. Him and Kanye is just like, if I get another one, I'll be satisfied. Well, maybe that'll be the last one then. That's like me and wifey is straight. Mm hmm. And now hip hop, this is it. Mm-hmm. And now I get part ways. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, 
I want to believe that Jay's this might be his last album, but every time I think that, like, I think if think he, I think if he, hear, I think if he hear a cold beat when he like sixty five, like he gonna rap on it. Like I don't know, like to yeah, me, I can see that because you know that. it's like I don't think you could put, you can't put a age or even a clock. You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. on like your passion, like that's still a first True. passion for him. You know what I'm saying. Well, it don't mean he gonna make an album, but he might record a verse. Like you know what I'm saying. Okay. Okay, yeah. I was going to bring up Andre 3000. Like, he said he's never going to, you know, rap again. But he's just... Like, even songs? But he... I think he's been featured on something recently. Mm. I think well, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't he hear the song. he featured on Erica Badu's... Um, the phone, the phone joint. joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um... Like him, he's not... He kind of said he doesn't want to rap anymore, so... Yeah, I mean, it's like I said, it might not be an album, but I think he'll, if he hear a beat, like, like yeah, all right, come on, I'll go in. Yeah. I'll go in for you one time. So what, uh, this is a little bit veering off. I know we had talked <laughs> about it before. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> in light of that post that uh, 21 Savage had put up, kind of talking about the young versus old. Yeah, let me bring that up again. And uh, I might, could, uh, did I send it to you? I yeah, think you I sent did. it to me. I'm about to pull it up. I'll read it right quick. You never told me what you think. I didn't? No. Wait a minute. Hold on. I'm going to read it for you guys okay, real yes, quick. Because it. it's not that long. And then you could, just so you guys could have some background. Let me see. Let me see. Okay. So anyway, 21. Uh, this is in like, I think Waka Flocka and Pete Rock. They have been going back at it. This was like a week or two ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, just about young rappers and old rappers and just, uh, you know, Pete Rock saying the new ones ain't really carrying it on well and stuff like that. So I'll read you 21 Savage, Mr. St. Laurent's <laughs> message. He said, why do so many of these OG rappers judge the new generation? They say we make drug user music like making drug selling music is better. What's the difference? What about the fact that rap is the number one genre of music right now? None of y'all acknowledge that. Artists been snorting cocaine and smoking crack since the 70s and 80s. Did y'all forget? Instead of judging how about y'all make a change. If the message in the previous generation of rap was so good, why did so many of our parents abandon us for crack? Why are we still killing each other? Don't use us as the scapegoat. Our music is a reflection of what's going on in our community, and all we're doing is using our talent to escape that community. So, this is Miss Miss Ebony. Yes, <laughs> I will let you start off. Well, I would love to dissect each question because it's kind of loaded. That's fine. That. We got we got nothing but time. Okay, so um, why do so many of these OG rappers judge the new generation? Um. It's just age difference. Like OG rappers, there they came from uh, an era of music where it was just bars, mm. and that's all they know. That's what they grew up on. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that was kind of the better era to me mm-hmm. because it was more storytelling. It was more straight bars and not all that auto tune and all the extra extraness. Mm-hmm. So that's why. It's just what they prefer. I don't think a lot of them are judging. It's just that they're stuck in their ways, in mm-hmm. their ways, which you really can't blame blame it for it. For it. Um, so that's what I think. Next question, he said, 
they say we make drug user music, like making drugs, selling music is better. What's the difference? Um. <laughs> I don't think. He had a point with yeah. that. It's not. It's really not I was a difference. To find a way. Like it really. That. It really ain't a difference. Now I will say this. I'm just gonna. Re, I'm just gonna respond, and you could. Okay, you could yeah, come yeah. in. So, I think, like you said, I think it is just the age difference, and I think, like with anything, your yeah, parents. It it's like with your parents or with your uncles or your grandparents. Like they gonna like what they like. You know what I'm saying? Period. And some of them, like I feel like our generation, honestly, I think some of us have gotten a little just soft in terms of like we feel like everybody need to love us like you know what i'm saying like it's still art at the end of the day so if you don't like it you don't like it like it's plenty of other stuff you can go and you just got to chalk it up as that like these niggas don't like the music i make like you know it is what it is but i think sometimes it can come off uh you know they still want to be recognized in some ways because i think depending on which region you in that's the music they grew up around. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? So they coming up off of that. Like, so a lot of times if you ain't have like a hip hop head in your family, like you, you had your brother and your mm-hmm. dad, like a lot of my friends, like it was just, you know, Gucci or, you know what I'm saying? It might be for 21 Savage. It might've been like that. So he's just saying, like, just acknowledge the fact that I am successful in what I do. And I think that's really what it, I think it's coming from a place I heard a little bit because it's like, bro, like I'm still doing my thing. Like, just accept it for that, mm-hmm. even if you don't like it. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But uh, in terms of like the drug dealer and drug user thing, I mean, they both both of them are killing our communities. Like, you know, or have like, you know, whether we were selling it to ourselves and even a lot of the rappers. Yeah, yeah even the rappers bad. who told you they sold it to tell you that. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? So he's absolutely right. I think it's a little bit. It can come out different when it's like self-preservation is into it, though, because you know what this stuff is doing to you. So I know that when I sold this to somebody, this is what it did to them. It turned them into a fiend and made them leave their family. Mm -hmm. So now if I start putting this stuff in my body, it's almost like we hustling backwards. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's almost like reverting. So I think like, I mean, they're right to say that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Neither one of them is good, but I think. Uh, and there was a lot of people selling the white folks back then too. A lot of people, true, <laughs> you know what I'm true. saying? And the fact that you just said it was kind of like hustling backwards, mm-hmm. I think that's another reason why OG rappers look at young rappers like they're nothing because that is kind of dumb when you think about it. Right. Like doing that reverse, um, what, what do you say? Um, so, well, it's hustling. Just, yeah, reverse hustling. Um, we called it that. And plus, this is our generation is more in the forefront. Um, the rap generation has more white fans, mm-hmm. so drug using it's it is. I think it's kind of worse because we're seeing it everywhere, mm-hmm. and we're actually seeing people die. Like we're seeing right. rappers die right in front of our faces, and we're seeing rappers continue to talk about drug using, right. and then another person dies. Right. Then another person dies, and another person dies. But we're still talking about it, so it kind of doesn't make any sense. It mm-hmm. is kind of dumb, and I agree with some OG rappers um, when they think that. Um, new generation, new generation rappers is you know maybe dumb or don't know what they're talking about because it is dumb. Yeah. Not gonna lie, it is dumb. But um, 
both of the drug dealing um, aspects are the same. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I think you know the other thing we didn't talk about too is mm-hmm. like a lot of times when we was talking about selling the dope, like even with the old rappers, it would they was talking about it and like you said in terms of stories. This right. is how I got out, like, right. as opposed to, like, a lot of them saying, this is what you need to do. Right, right. Like, you know what I'm saying? When you listen to music, it's like, nigga, Percocet, Molly Percocet. Yeah. Like, you know, it seems like it's encouraging it yeah. as opposed to me telling you, like, shit was fucked yeah, up. Like, I had to do this. Now I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. You it's know like what I'm saying? It's like they're saying it's, if you want to have fun, you need to pop a pill. If you want to have fun, you need to drink lean. Mm. If you want to be more creative, you need to drink lean or mm. do pills. Like, that's the only way you're going to be creative. And kids are doing that, and they're following what they see. That's a fact. So, yeah. it's unfortunate, but that's what our generation is like right now. What's this next part? He said, I'll read it for you. Okay. What about the fact that rap is the number one genre of music mm. right now? None of y'all acknowledge that. Uh, one part I was about to say before you talk about that, mm-hmm. it was, uh, I think at the bottom line, even like with our parents and things like that, mm-hmm. they feel like each generation needs to do better than the last. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And that's just, that's a fact of life. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it really goes back to like what you were saying, like that reverse hustling, but it's just, you can still, like, it's so much music even in the past that you can go back and listen to just in terms of, like, you knew what this did to some of us. There's a lot of people that get killed over rap. Like, you know what I'm yeah. <laughs> Like, even if it's just on some neighborhood type shit. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm sure. saying? So, I think they think, you know, each generation needs to do better than the last. I think that's what a lot of it comes down to. Yeah. That's very true. But, um, is rap the number one genre of music right now? That yeah, that is, yeah, that is a fact. Oh. It came out, I think, uh, I'll find an article. I'll post it when we do this. But it was Rolling Stone or one of those that had posted it. Like, that's the most listened to genre of music is hip-hop. Okay. Well, I don't have nothing to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fact. For real. He said, it's kind of the same thing. Artists been snorting cocaine and smoking crack since the 70s and 80s. No, Did we didn't forget, forget about that. <laughs> But you know, even again, <laughs> even again, a lot of them ain't even know what it was doing to their bodies back then. True. Like a lot of them was overdosing, thinking they could do whatever with that. True. You know what I'm saying? So we just a lot more knowledgeable mm-hmm. now on the effects that a lot of those drugs have on our bodies. So like again, it's not saying that you know they forgot about it. It's just like, bro, like you know better. You need to do better. Mm-hmm. Like we know what this is about to do. We know Pimp C died from lean. Mm-hmm. We know. Who's the last the white rapper that just died from the lean? Lil, I was it? Not Pump. Punk, but yeah. I forgot what that what his name was. Anyway, <laughs> the white boy that just died yeah. off of lean. Like, and then there was another one, uh, you gotta look it up. You might have heard about it too. It's a Chicago rapper. Mm. He lost kidney and liver failure because of all the lean he was drinking. Wow. Like 25. Can't use his liver. Like he's looking for a new kidney. Because of all of the lean he was drinking. Like, that's literally what it's doing to you. And they're still drinking it. And they're still drinking they're it. They're still yeah. drinking like, it. That's crazy. So crazy. Um, so, what's this next part? Yeah. Instead of judging, how about all y'all make a change? <laughs> if the message in the previous generation of rap was so good... Why do so many of our parents abandon us for crack? Hmm. 
And he said, why are we still killing each other? That was like all part of the same question. Instead of judging, how about y'all make a change? <clears throat> well, we all need to make a change. It's not y'all. It's not one generation. It's all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, if the message in the previous generation of rap was so good, why did so many of our parents abandon us for crack? Well, and why are we still killing each other? Mm. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, I think. I mean, I think honestly. Um. I don't know. It's kind of twofold. I think on one hand, um, a lot of this is deeper than rap. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's coming out as a rap thing, yeah. but really it's a community thing. I was like, going to mention how <laughs> cracking was implemented in our community. I was about to mention that, and that's more deeper than rap. So yeah, that yeah, but I mean you can speak on it like as well. But I mean like <clears throat> drugs, guns, like you know a lot of that stuff we didn't bring in there. Like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and it's been killing us. And it's like yeah. we all said now, like we just know better. You know what I'm saying? We definitely know better. But like you know, as a young man, of course you can do what you got to do to survive. Mm-hmm. You know, so we get that. Um, but we still killing each other is because, you know, it's it's a family thing. You know what I'm saying? It's deeper than rap. It's a whole lot of stuff going against us, whether it's mass incarceration. Yeah. We got to deal with drugs. We got to deal with the education system. All of that stuff factors into what's going on here. And once we get that stuff fixed, I think the music will change because we'll just have different circumstances. So yeah. a lot of people rap about what they're going through. Yeah. So if we don't have all of the killing and all the access to the drugs and we clean that stuff up, give other people options, then you don't have to hear about all of that, you know? Yeah. I definitely agree. It's definitely a community thing. Um, Well, I don't know why 21 said why we still killing each other. He knows the answer. I'm pretty (laughs) sure he got a couple strikes on him. Like, that's kind of like a rhetorical question. Uh, Yeah. 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 And he's and he's talking. He's a smart dude. Like, you know what I'm saying? I think Mm -hmm. a lot of them a lot. Smarter than people think. Like even listening to some of his album, uh, yeah. I forgot what song that was. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, nothing new. That's what nothing new. Like he he was he broke it all down yeah. in there. Like he was supposed yeah. to. Like and if you haven't listened to that, definitely listen to Twenty One song. Nothing new. That's yes. definitely definitely a dope song. But he knows a lot of them know, and I think it's just. Uh, like I said, I think it's a feeling of acceptance. They still want to be accepted by people who came before them, which is understandable. Yeah. Um, so I think it's coming yeah. from a place of hurt. Like, at the end of the say, day. He sounds real mad. And yeah, hurt, so. that's, that's what it is at the yeah. end of the day. And it's understandable because I, um, I think a lot of this shouldn't be done over, you know what I'm saying, social media or whatever mm-hmm. it is. It should be something. I know even, like, Russell Simmons. I'm about to ask you about that, too. <laughs> It was like Russell Simmons, he used to do his thing. Um, I forgot what it was. I got to send it to you, but they had mm-hmm. it. But it was like the hip hop, uh, the hip hop symposium or forum or something like that. But they would get all the rappers, like new ones and old ones, and they would meet like once a year and they'd have a speaker. Like it might be Farrakhan or, you know, Michael Eric Dyson or somebody, and they would just discuss mm-hmm. like what's going on. And, we don't got that now. Yeah, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? We're just like the old ones and the young ones can chop it up 
with somebody who knows, you know, community and somebody who knows, you know, things that need to go on politically and just have a conversation about how they can all work amongst each other to help shift that. And I think that's a part of what's missing in hip hop now is just that community of young and old mm-hmm. and uh, you know hip hop is yeah, just it's a disconnect yeah and hip hop is just a, it's a young it's really a young genre it ain't been around that long you yeah. know what I'm saying as opposed to rock and all of these where you yeah. got these hall of fames yes. and you know things like that so we still learning you know amongst each other but I think it just needs to be someone who kind of pushes that back to the forefront just kind of that more community and build like a platform where all of these guys can meet up yeah you know diddy i think, think would be a good guy Russell for that Simmons? no no i'm saying he was the one who did it in like the 90s okay, though yeah, in the yeah, 2000s yeah. like he used to do it every year but someone that like oh, i no, think yeah diddy would be a he's yeah, all about he'd be a great person community black power he's all about that yeah so he, would he would be, be a good one to do that um yeah, I mean, it's a lot of well-respected dudes, but I think yeah. it don't even just need to be him. I think it needs to be like a group of folks, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So having him in there, having, um, you know, Maxine Waters, having, you mm-hmm. know, Obama, since he was so instrumental yeah. in hip-hop and yeah. politics, yeah. you know, whatever. You know what I'm saying? It could be a group of people, but just those heads like of leaders and getting some of the young ones on how they can build some type of platform. You know, to just stop all the bickering. Yeah, we definitely need a leader. I think that's all it is. That's all it is. But we feel for you, 21. We feel for you, 21. <laughs> but um oh real quick uh yeah. everybody give a give a drop for your magazine one more not magazine but blog tell them to go to it one time yes voice of millennials now you can go to it right now check out all my interviews it's called well type in vm now blog.com okay and make sure oh, and also oh, sorry mm-hmm. follow me on instagram at made in the west Made in the West. There you go. And uh, make sure you go to uh, GetFarMagazine.com, number one site for black culture, everybody upcoming, and how we can push this culture forward. Go to Imani Shani's YouTube page. That's Imani Shani on YouTube. She'll have tutorials every week. She couldn't be here this week. Of course, she just had those wisdom teeth taken out. So shout out to her for getting all four of them. We're making that speedy recovery. She's doing Shout just fine. <laughs> so, Russell. Now, this is my guy. Like, I like just Ooh. everybody who listens to this knows this. Okay. Like, that was like one. He was one of the most influential people for me in terms of you know hip hop mm-hmm. and just you know being business minded, all sorts of things like mm-hmm. that. Um, I sat next to him at the Million Man March. Met with him a couple other times after that. Real good, you know, real good guy. Mm-hmm. And um, so when I have heard everything, and you know it's been stuff and people coming out every week. Right. And then I didn't read the letter he just did, but I know he said he was, like, stepping down from all Dev Digital yeah. and some of the other things yeah. to let some of the people go. So what's, what's your take on, like, this whole thing? You ain't got to get too deep, but just what you think the new like it's so much of it coming out like as a young woman in the workplace Uh and you know what's your kind of perspective on what's going on um well to hear about um russell simmons i was surprised at first Mm -hmm. because i really like him as well he's done so much for the black community since he started um so i was kind of surprised but then i thought about it Kind of not surprised. He's a, a a black man with a whole bunch of power. Mm-hmm. 
he can do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. And that's just fact. Like, he can do whatever he wants. Bill Cosby can do whatever he wants. Um, what's the other uh, president Bill. of the record label? Uh, forgot his name. Uh, they got another one? Someone else got caught up who, in hip hop. Yeah, uh, from a record label. I, I want to say Def Jam, but do not quote me on that. Um, it's a black dude? Yeah, it's a black dude. Huh. Anyways, it's just that's what happens when you have a lot of power. You can do do certain things. So that's why I think. I think it's unfortunate because I do really like Russell. Like his 25th Def Comedy Jam on uh, Netflix got... Um, removed, so... Did it? They took it down? They took that down. Get out of here. I swear. What the fuck? And that was really good. He he did a lot for Def Comedy Jam and all those comedians, so... It's like, damn. It's like, damn, like... Yeah. Damn. <laughs> yeah. I, but, um, it's such a tough situation. I mean, like, because it's... I know it's... Oh, man, it's just crazy because... It's so much of it coming out, like, right. and, and I'm just just being honest. Like, I know you gotta with some of it. I don't want to. I don't want it to become a thing where it's just an acute accusation becomes a conviction. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think everything still needs to play out. Not just talking about with Russell, but just in general, like, just in terms of you know the workplace and all of this. Like, of course, you know you got to take all of this stuff serious. So I do think it needs to be you know repercussions. People need to step down or whatever if they in the midst of those type of accusations mm-hmm. and if they admit to that kind of stuff then they do need to be removed absolutely and it sounds like he's admitting to it kind of yeah he's i didn't even read the whole letter he admits to it but if someone steps down from their position you're kind of guilty now let me ask you this though so i know even him he was like outspoken when like other people had got accused of it too mm-hmm. so do you think it's something that's also like he doesn't want to be a hypocrite, like in terms of like, you know, I don't want to be in this position as well. Like while this stuff is still going on, even if I know I ain't do it since I'm telling everybody else. Mm, I don't I don't think so. I don't really. So if you was accused of something for not like that, but just no, yeah, something yeah. in general, speaking. you think you would still stay in your position even while everything is going on? Like if I did it. Yeah. Well, if you didn't do it. Oh, if I didn't do it, then no, I would have stepped down because I didn't do it. Like, I don't care what anybody else says. Like, I don't care what the victims are saying. I didn't do it. I know in my heart that I didn't do it. Right. I'm not stepping down from my position. Right. No, I feel you. I'm thinking about it like just for anyone, like even if they if they felt like they was innocent or knew they was innocent, if they still want that type of attention around like their company or their people, you know what I'm saying, while it's getting handled. But no, I feel you. I definitely feel you. Yeah, I I feel you. But I don't know, man. Shit it's is, crazy it's how fucked up everything's in the, It's fucked up in these streets right now, man. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's crazy how after all this time, everybody's coming out about stuff that's happened like in the 80s, 90s. For Half of me wants to think that some of these girls are lying, but then that's kind of... I don't want to step on anybody's toes. No, I don't think it's even stepping on nobody's toes. I think it's just being honest. Like, I'm going to keep it real. Like, with some of this stuff, like, 
we been knew about like the relationship between black men and white women, like especially in positions of power. Yeah. Like not saying that's the case with all of them, mm-hmm. but we have heard from, you know, the Kobe's of the world and yeah. other NCAA athletes and things like mm-hmm. that. Like, you know, white women have came behind and like used that later on or in the midst of it, whether they mad or whatever it is. To get them out of their positions. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, of course, again, not saying that's with everything, but we know about that relationship. Yeah. And But a lot of these dudes been white folks, though. Like, you know, even talking about, like, Weinstein and all of yeah, the... Yeah, mu- yeah. Mo- most of the movie guys been white dudes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, it's interesting, man. It definitely, it definitely is interesting. But, uh, like you said, you know, you want to be, you know, supportive of the victims. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. And, you know, things like that. But, um you know, still wait for everything to come out right. you know, and see what's going on. So, I got a last couple questions for you. You had asked me about Miguel, man. So, you say you haven't listened to I think it's a um, cool album. I only listened to it twice, so I can't really All the way say. through? Yeah, all the way through. Okay. And it's a good, you know, album. Just good songs all the way through. I didn't do any skips, so... That tells you it's a you know good album. I like his song with Travis Scott. He got a song with J. Cole. Sky walking on these haters. Yeah, yeah, that way. <laughs> <laughs> and J. Cole, he um, he has a cool feature on that too. Um, yeah, I love Miguel. You know, he I has think a great voice. Miguel is important right now because I think he's one of the few that's like to me. It's like old R&B like you know what I'm yeah, saying he's one of the few right I now. don't have to worry about him saying you know fuck these bitches like you know they ain't loyal you know all sorts of other you stuff you taking shots at Chris no I'm not I ain't mean it like that but oh, it okay. did come out like I mean I love Chris but yeah I mean shit but he know shit no yeah. yeah you know like it's just like you know that shit be raunchy it be disrespectful like I'm coming up from like you know, that old stuff, we still play at the barbecue. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they still playing Joe and damn, you know, Bobby Brown and shit. Because like, it was like, like, you really love the woman. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I couldn't appreciate that. Like, I want to hear my R&B that'll make me love a woman. Yeah. Not look at her the same way, like, how 21 Savage be talking. It's like, bro, you just singing with 21 Savage rapping. Yeah, I kind of like both R&B, though. Like, mm-hmm. I like raunchy R&B, and I also like the... You from sack, though. <laughs> You gotta stop coming for me and sack, okay? Hey man, them Sacramento niggas, man. That's something else now. I'm just kidding. But yeah, I like raunchy R and B and I like, you know, the old R and B. It's just Mm, I like it Bryce. is like because I, I, I like Bryson Tiller like to me Bryson Tiller he raunchy like that. Yeah, Bry- Bryson is is raunchy like I just think it was just it's no balance now like most of it is like that you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying. Yeah. So I can appreciate Miguel when I he mean, comes out. I mean, just like rap. Just like hip hop, most of it's same thing, huh? You know, um, just melodies and uh, auto tune. Mm-hmm. Not really saying anything about anything, right? So it's the same with rap. Yeah, different yeah. different era. And how you feel about the uh, the female representation in hip hop as of right now? We got um, Cardi doing it big. Yeah. Nicki still doing it big. Rhapsody dropped the album. Yes. Um, Rhapsody's album was amazing. I still gotta listen to it. You haven't listened to it? Nah, not the whole thing. Gotta listen to it. And I liked um, her little press run that she did. She went to a lot of HBCUs for and during homecoming season, actually. Oh, that's dope. And hung out with them. So I thought that was really dope for her. And shout out to Ninth Wonder. He's like the best ever. So You fucks she, with Ninth? Yes. 
a lot. Um, I think um, he produced most of her album. Yeah, they both from North Carolina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So they're they're both dope. Um, The female representation, I think, is good. Um, A lot of upcoming female rappers are really starting to like. So like Cash at all. Party, people that come from like strip clubs or <laughs> for real or reality TV, they're really right. trying to take their art seriously because of Cardi. So I amend her. Um, I'm looking forward to Cardi's album. I'm really gonna be very judgmental when it comes down to Cardi because she better bring them bars. And I, all these singles. Oh, so you're not features, holding back. You're not holding back for Cardi J. You're gonna judge it harshly. I am. Yes. Uh-huh. All these featuring singles is cool, but. How's how's that album looking? That's, that's you got true. Nicki. Nicki's still going. I'm a big Nicki fan. She's still going. You know, do her thing. Nicki's legacy is etched in stone. Like she's yes. She got her place. Yes. So I'm. I want to see what she's doing as well with her album. Her album. Um, haven't heard much from um, Ma Young Ma. She hasn't really know. been what you. You but she's dope though She got bars She is dope But it's like You think it's over? It's know, been pretty been quiet like, That's what I'm saying quiet. I was like Damn it has been a little quiet I don't know I hope she comes out with something Dej Loaf has been pretty quiet too Dej Loaf in love and shit She's still with uh, Turk I mean not I Turk What's his name? Dirt Oh uh, This is when she's supposed to make the music shit They didn't broke right. up right. <laughs> That's when the best shit come out um, who else? A female. I want to hear Cash Doll's album. She's dope. She's out of Detroit. Um, what happened to Tink? I heard. I heard she's coming with some music soon. Tink was like hot, though, but right? Tink was like hot in like 2014. Yeah. It was a lot of yeah, 2015. Yeah. Like it was a lot of she's people waiting, and it seemed her, like with her mixtapes, the little winter whatever mixtapes she, mm-hmm. she got going. Um. But I heard she's dropping something real soon. You know what's so funny about Tink? Like, she's not... Well, now she's really pretty. But, like, back in the day, she, minute, wasn't, she wasn't all that <laughs> pretty fuck? in the face. But when her voice... When you hear her voice, it's like, wow. Like, you know, amazing. It's very unique. All right. But it's dope. But her face was like... Anyways. God um, damn. <laughs> that just reminded me of... It just reminded me of that. But shout out to Tink. Chicago. Um, shout down. Remy Ma, she's dope. Waiting for her album. Um, her and Lil' Kim has something together. Who? Oh, Remy? Like uh-huh. they got like a joint think, joint? Yeah, a song. Oh, I song. Think, I thought you were talking about an album. No, 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 no. I don't think it's an album. It's just a, a song. Okay. Um, Lil' Kim said it's fire. So I haven't heard it yet, but... Okay. Yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling women in hip hop. Yeah, yeah, I always have though. Like I always been a, yeah. been a big big fan of women in hip hop. So it just feels good to have them, you, know, you know, more of them coming up. That's why I hope uh, Tink and mm-hmm. you know some of these other ones keep popping. Yeah, Kamaya and all of them. Like Kamaya, yeah, she just dropped a mixtape. Okay, I gotta listen to that too then. Yeah, so you know, that's a that's a lot of them out there. Yeah. So I just hope you know they get that support and really. You know, blow up. Yeah. Do that sure. thing. We still looking for another Lauren Hill. Oh yes. I don't you know, know if there's no another Foxy. Lil Kim. Mm. They kind of like they, oh, they just stuck in a box. 
in a glass box and you gotta Damn. put them on the shelf. Queen Latifah. MC, like, I mean, yo, yo, I mean, it's just been salt and pepper. It's some dope ones. Yes. So, you can get ready to wrap it up. Mm-hmm. But your albums of the year, we had a slight discussion about. All this. right. Albums so you of can the give year. me a list of like these is like the standout joints, and then pick one. All right. <sighs> Not in any particular order, guys. No particular. Don't order. kill me. So. Uh, Damn by Kendrick. Mm-hmm. 444 Jay Z. Okay. Tyler the Creator, where the flower blooms. Or some, some glitter some, shit. Some, some glitter shit. Uh, yeah, um, uh, Had a Prince, No Dope on Sundays. Okay. Uh, you killed me when I said, said this, but Ty Dolla Sign, Beach House 3. <laughs> Ty Dolla Sign is not a rapper, yeah. But we gonna let her have her list. Let this. Let me get. We gonna it let out. her list live. Uh, Meek Mill. What was Meek Mill's album? Wins and losses. Wins and losses. Okay. Fucks with that. Uh, young, not young. The Twenty One Savage. Issa. I think it's called Issa. Issa. It's an yeah. album. It's a, it's an album. <laughs> <laughs> um, Big Crit. I guess Drake, more life, you know, whatever. He's kind of at the bottom. Yo, I got to put no. Drake in because he's Drake. No, just just say Drake. Don't be disrespectful. <laughs> um, I hope I'm not leaving anyone out. Who I'm thinking about? Was it? I'm trying to, did you miss anybody? I feel like I'm missing someone. <clears throat> Honestly, if you, you know, if you don't remember, maybe it wasn't a standout like that. Maybe it wasn't, but that's okay. So that's um, who I'm recommending for top albums of the year. If I had to pick one, that's what you said. Pick yeah, one. pick one. Pick one. Do I have to? Just one. Okay, I'm only picking this one because of its impact, mm-hmm. mostly. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna give it to Jay Z 444. Okay. Second place was Kendrick. Damn. And, and what's third place? Uh, Since you're doing races and shit. <laughs> third place. Um, I don't want to pick because I, I really have to dissect each of them to, mm. for third place. So I'm going to say absolutely big crit. Jay Z's joint was a standout. <clears throat> I love Joey Badass's album. I thought that was I thought that was super dope. I love Joey. Um, what else? You you named a couple of them too. Twenty uh, One's joint was tough. Mm. I love Drake's album, okay. as I do. Okay. <laughs> and uh, man, those are some of the main standouts. Some of the main standouts, but to me, like I really, really, really fuck with Big Chris album. Really, I really, I really fuck with that. Like in terms of just like, I think sonically, like the beats was dope. Like I think he's a super underrated producer. Like he makes, and it's like an old school like. Yeah, I love sample heavy production because it takes me back to like that '90s, early 2000s mm-hmm. like era. Like I think it's nothing like that, and there's not a lot of people who 
still good at that. Yeah. He gives me like a old, like outcast, goody mob, like style of rap, like which is something I love. A lot of people don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think like he just had a lot of spirit like behind this album. Like I think he was very focused. It was a long time since I think it was about four years, three or four years since his last yeah. journey came out. Yeah. And I think you gotta like for a rapper to come out with a double disc album in this era, like you know what I'm saying? That's not something a lot of people have done Mm -hmm. and like for as many people to like it the way they did, like I think I think he just did a phenomenal job. Singing and rapping. I'm not gonna argue that. Yeah, it was dope. But it was it was it was dope. But it was it was a good year for music. It It was was it was definitely a good year for music. Yeah. I wasn't a big damn fan. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not going to lie. I'm not. Why, though? Like, are you not a huge Kendrick fan? I love Kendrick. I love Kendrick. I'm a Section 80 Kendrick fan, though. Okay. Oh, I mean, I am, too. I love Section 80. <laughs> he said, me, too. I, I love Overly Dedicated. Those are okay. my okay. favorite Okay. Okay. Uh, which one was? Uh, Ignorance is Bliss was on Overly Dedicated, yes. wasn't it? Yeah. I think Overly Dedicated is, like, definitely my top. That's your top one? Yeah, my homeboy said that. Everything. My homeboy said that today too. I was like, damn, I was like, I ain't really I liked it, but yeah, I was like, you know, you're not the only person. But I don't so know, why man. Not damn. Cause I, I, I love damn. I loved it. I don't know, man. Like, you know, I, I understand the artist's growth. Like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep it real, like, I wasn't a big fan of the song with Rihanna. Like, that wasn't one of my really? favorites. Loyal. Or the love joint. Like I feel like it was a little cryy. I <laughs> I be liking, you know what I'm saying? I be liking my niggas that rap to rap. Like okay. that nigga is uh, like he was rapping. I mean, he was rapping on some of the joints. Like he's an exceptional rapper. Like definitely that. Mm-hmm. And you know, I don't know. Like I, I, it just ain't speak to me. I thought the production was a little all over the place. I didn't think it was that consistent. Like, cause I like albums that kind of got a nice, like, just a flow to them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, but it kind of fits like his personality and who he is, like, you know. Mm. So that's it. It just, it just ain't hit me like the way, like when I heard Section 80, like it really like spoke to me. Songs like the Reagan era and like, Mm. don't kill my vibe and like, like it was songs like that that really like you can't. Like, I could listen to that anytime. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's some albums, like, you could just listen to anytime. Yeah, and there's some and joints, like, yeah, you yeah. just got to be... Like, that's how I feel about Big Chris joint. Like, it's stuff on there I could listen to, like, anytime. I so, I think like, that's just what it was. Yeah, that's understandable. I feel like, damn, it's like a a project of all of his previous projects in, like, one. Mm-hmm. That's how I see it. So, it's not really... It's definitely not to pimp a butterfly. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't have that same effect as that, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, overly dedicated, Section 80. It doesn't have those effects of... Mm-hmm. Each of those albums had, like, a big effect. But I've, I've heard people say that damn it was okay. Mm-hmm. But so, it, um, it's, it's him, though, like, and, you know, he just got married. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So that's why I understand, you know, the songs with Rihanna and the love songs and but some of the other ones. like Duck, Duckworth. That was the last joint. Yeah, that was dope. I mean, Knife Wonder, you know. But yeah, like, I mean, and Kendrick is an exceptional, you know, rapper. So I'm always listening to him. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't. Mm -hmm. And I don't think no artist, like, all their albums just ain't created equal. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, of course, I'm going to have my favorites. And, you know, same thing with everybody. So, like, but I I think he's important, man. I I love him for what he's done and what he does for the Mm -hmm. culture. Uh, 
you know, with that more life. Yes. <laughs> That hey, but you know what it is. I'm a I'm a singing ass nigga when I'm in the shower though. Like, uh, so you know what I'm saying with fake love. You know what I'm saying passion so fruit. Like when I be hearing that shit. Advocate, is it since you're a singing ass nigga? He was singing <laughs> on more life. Is it really rap? You put it in a rap album. It's not going to be an R and B contemporary. Nah, I think no? it's I think it's always been a mix of those. Like even with, like you know Bone Thugs and like. Lauren Hill, like, you know what I'm saying? I think Miss Education was a hip hop album. Like, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, she was doing too. hella singing on that. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I just think I think that's what it is. I think, you know, rap gets boxed into a thing, like where it's just like, you know, it gotta be, you know, extremely barred up. I fall into that too. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just like hip hop has always, I feel like, been a mix of a lot of genres. So it's been yeah. a mix of poetry and rock and you know what I'm saying jazz and all these other things mm-hmm. so you know that's why it comes out I think that's what's so dope about it is like you can mix all of that stuff into it yeah. and it still be considered yeah, you know what I'm saying hip hop reggae um, reggae you're like yeah yeah, yeah I like more life I'm not gonna lie I know you do <laughs> <laughs> I love Drake though so it is now he's one person I haven't seen in concert yet I still gotta go see Drake yeah I wanna see him. I still gotta see Drake man so but hey I mean, it was uh this I was a so this was a good fun. conversation yeah. man we got to do it again do it you know we definitely. uh we about to start videotaping too so Ooh. we got to have you on here when my sister come in yeah for sure and we could probably do another one come up with something do something here. dope yeah so you know close us out you know tell us anything you want us to tell or tell us anything you want us to know about you coming up any last words on music mm-hmm inspiration you got for the folks getting into journalism or whatever just ball it up for us one time and then we'll close out well i forgot to mention kanye i'm a big kanye fan. he dropped the album this year no no, no that's uh. what i was gonna mention i'm looking forward to his album because i know he's been working mm-hmm. and i'm just so interested in see like what he's gonna do he's just you know a genius so really looking forward that forward to that in 2018 um, when you were talking about beats by um, Bigfoot and everything, oh, you know, by Bigfoot, yeah, yeah, and you were saying how you like the you know raw hip hop beats. Mm-hmm. I want to um, give a shout out to my brother. He makes dope beats, and I think you'll like him for, for real. Sure. Yeah. Oh, I gotta listen to this stuff. I know you don't rap, but just to like, I listen. do though. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but just. Uh, shout out to him. His um, Instagram name is Beats by Sheed. B E A T S S H E E D on Instagram. So okay. check him out. He get, he does really really dope soulful, um, like old school beats, like dope. That's clean. Yes. Yeah, so shout out to him. Um, lastly, um, make sure you guys check out my blog again, Voice of Millennials Now, vmnowblog.com. Um, if you guys are artists of any kind, please hit me up because I'm always looking for new people to interview. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to get into um, doing interviews with um, camera. So please um, do. You got to put that visual out there that wants to be my personal videographer. You know, hit me up because I'm serious about it. Um, and advice for someone who wants to go into blogging or writing in general: um, you can't be afraid to like go out there and like talk to people mm. um if you think if you see someone that's really dope and you you're seeing that they probably only have like 
a hundred or something followers, still reach out to them because you you never know you you're going to be the one to believe in them and put them on and that makes a lot of difference and you wouldn't know they can blow up like next year so you kind of want to just get out there and go with your gut instinct go to all these festivals um conventions all that you'll get to network 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 you'll get to meet like so many dope artists um People our age, millennials, we love to help each other out. We love to connect and like mm-hmm. work together. So do that. Don't be afraid to do that. Um, that's getting your brand out there. Um, yeah, branding branding is very key as well. Doing things on social media, um, collabing with people, do that. And um, you will be successful and believe in your craft. That's like number one. Believe in yourself because at the end of the day you're like your number one fan so um that's about it um i had so much fun talking <laughs> with you hey um, man we should I definitely had a, do this again i definitely have fun too it was we appreciate you for yeah. your insight we're proud of you for all the work you're doing can't wait to see you know your uh, blog really blow up uh yes. we know what's gonna happen and you to be one of the main voices in hip-hop and music and culture so that's what it's all about like we had an episode a few uh weeks ago just about you know networking yeah and uh just the importance of growing with the people you network with so you know it's important for me to see you do your thing and Mm -hmm. as however i can help you out with that likewise you know i'm saying i'm gonna make sure i can and you know and vice versa you know that's what it's all about because we are that next generation of folks so we appreciate it we appreciate you and like I always say, man, life is about progression. Stay positive. Keep good people around you. Be the light in the dark. And make sure you crush these niggas' feelings that don't believe in you, man. Feel me? <laughs> Keep it solid out here. Akuna Matata niggas. Peace. <laughs>